This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. Today's topic is a little more maybe sobering than than usual, but it's so important. I'm going to read a quote from Jesus from Matthew chapter 12. We starting with verse 36. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will render an account for every careless word they speak. By your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be condemned, unquote. That is really sobering. What we say is so important. There's such power in our words. And often when we're reading scripture, we, we think of it as the tongue. There's power in, in our tongue, in what we say. We can do beautiful things. We can build up people. We can bring love, comfort. We can encourage others or we can tear them down, we can destroy. It's amazing the power of our words. And that's interesting too when you think about it because Jesus is the word of God. You know, we're not a people of the book, we're not a people of the Bible, we're a people of the word, that's Jesus Christ. St. John uh, in his gospel said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That word was spoken at creation. Every time God said, let there be, it came into being. So there's power in the word. And then we, as children of God, as the pinnacle of creation, we are made in his image. And there's power in our words too. We have a lot of influence with what we say. And it makes sense because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And ultimately, when he speaks, how powerful it is. So We, Jesus is telling us, we will be very much accountable for our words. So I have another quote that I'm I'm going to read, and it's from St. Faustina. Now, this was, you know, a cloistered nun. She was a saint. She had visits from our Lord. She, She is the ambassador of divine mercy. She's the voice. She brought the divine mercy message to the world. And the thought of what she said really cut her to the heart. This is her words. And it's from the diary of Faustina is the paragraphs are numbered. And so it's from paragraph 119. I tremble to think that I have to give an account of my tongue. There is life, but there is also death in the tongue. Sometimes we kill with the tongue. We commit real murders and we are still to regard that as a small thing. I truly do not understand such consciences. I have known a person who, when she learned from someone that a certain thing was being said about her, 
she fell seriously ill. She lost a good deal of blood and shed many tears, and the outcome was very sad. It was not the sword that did this, but the tongue. Oh, my silent Jesus, have mercy on us, unquote. So Faustina, when she says, oh, my silent Jesus, she was probably in adoration when she was having this reflection. But even she, a saint, was mindful of her tongue. And when she didn't know what to say, she would just simply not say anything. And then again, later in the New Testament, in the book of James, uh, there's a an exhortation. It's in the third chapter of, of the book of James, and it's a whole teaching on the power of the tongue. And there's an example. If we put bits into the mouths of horses, it makes them obey us. We are also guiding their whole bodies. Uh, it's the same with ships, even though they're large and driven by fierce winds, they are steered by a small rudder wherever the pilot's inclinations wishes. In the same way, the tongue is a small member and yet has great power. Consider how a small fire can set a huge forest ablaze. The tongue is also a fire. And I think about St. Catherine of Siena, who says, if you are what you should be, you will set the whole world on fire. And um, it's the same with the tongue. If you say good or if you say bad things about people or bring down the members of the body of Christ. It's interesting because one of the things this obviously leads to is gossip. And most people try to pretend they don't gossip, myself included. It can be really sneaky how we try to deceive ourselves with how we speak of another. One way that it it can kind of sneak up on us and take us bit by bit gradual is that when we're actually trying to do something nice, we're actually trying to do something good, and we speak about someone who's doing a wonderful thing. Let's say it's a, a new employee at work, and boy, they're doing a great job at a certain thing, and we go on and on about how they, they are doing this good job, and then here comes the twist. We compare them to the person who didn't do it very well, and then pretty soon, the conversation is about all the deficits of that other person or the predecessors who hadn't done such a good job. That's one example. By trying to give someone a compliment or call attention to something good, we compare them to the the person who didn't do it well or who, who really fell short. And pretty soon <clears throat> we're gossiping about that person and they're not there to defend themselves. See how sneaky it is? It really is. And and, and it's it's rooted in pride because we think we know well enough to criticize others. We just need to remember who we are to God and who we are to one another. And that's really the definition of humility. Humility is knowing our relationship with God. We're the creature. He's the creator. And then knowing our creaturely quality with one another. We're not better than anybody else. Uh, They're not better than us. Everybody, you know, people want to feel special, but no one is special. And yet we're all precious, precious, loved. You know, the saying is true. If we were the only people, the only one on earth, Jesus would still die for us. And so that's a definition of humility, knowing who we are with God. And so we think, how can we resist this temptation to gossip? Well, 
uh, one of the ways that we can resist it is a prayer called the Litany of Humility. And I know that I have read this to you before we prayed it together on the air. And uh, this litany, I it should be loaded up on the website, Mater Dei Radio, M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I uh, Radio. Uh, it should be there for you. But the litany of humility helps us really keep a check on ourselves. And so then we just naturally don't talk about others or don't condemn others. And let's just pray it now. It's so good. It's a good thing to do every single day. Oh, Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. Now, the answer that you will give when, we're, when I'm praying this and leading you is deliver me, Jesus. And then it will change. And I'll, I'll tell you. From the desire of being esteemed. Deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, Deliver me, Jesus, from the desire of being approved. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being humiliated. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being despised. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of suffering rebukes. Deliver me, Jesus, from the fear of being slandered. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. Now that the response will change, the response is going to be, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That others may be loved more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be esteemed more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen and I set aside. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be praised and I unnoticed. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be preferred to me in everything. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Now, praying that litany of humility will help us learn not to judge others, not to judge them and condemn them and and feel free to gossip. It just kind of puts us in our proper place. It really does. And I find that it's a good, a good way to combat that because 
Like I'll give an example of myself. So I was um, grumbling at work. There was something about uh, the technology that wasn't right. Something wasn't as it should be and couldn't get it fixed. And, and so it was kind of irritating me. It was making my work slower. So I grumbled about it to just about every coworker, but there was nothing to be done because the person who would fix that was not available to fix it. They were doing more pressing matters and it, they just simply were not available. And so it was really not a good thing for me to to grumble about that to everybody that I could grumble to. And I thought, wow, that grumbling, that's poisoning the well. That's taking a group of people who work in an office and then maybe adding a, a seed of discontent. And that is gossip to 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 grumble about anything, uh, about something you don't like, about the working conditions, whatever. Being negative, it's the power of the tongue, you know, to tear down. And so I thought, well, you know what? That is poisoning the well. And so I made myself go to each person that I had grumbled to and I apologized because I didn't want to bring them down or give them something to feel discontent about. So we kind of emphasized gossip, but the tongue has the power to do all kinds of things, not just gossip, uh, complaining and grumbling against God. We, we wish it was a certain way and it's not. And so we need to, to remember that who we are, who God is, how crazy and love he is with us, how equal we are to everyone else. Trust him that he has our best interests at heart, that he's in control and not grumble, to use our tongue for what is proper, to build others up, to praise the Lord, to pray, to say good things, to bless the world. Remember, we're made in the image and likeness of God. Like the Lord, who is Jesus Christ, is the word, and that word has the power to create, to raise the dead, to, to do everything by the power of his word. We, we are a, a shadow of that. Our words are powerful. And think of when you throw a pebble into a pond and there's a ripple effect. Well, our words are like throwing the pebble in there and that the ripple gets bigger. It can get bigger for the good and gain momentum or for the bad. And we have to remember, the Lord tells us we will be accountable for our words, for our gossip, for our grumbling, for we'll be praised and we will reap the rewards of the good things we have done with our tongue and with our words. So we should think about that the next time we go to mass, the next time we go to confession, the next time we're tempted to say something negative or join in. And let's be that good example to others and use our tongue the way it was meant to be used. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's my privilege to be with you. Pray with me now. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. 
And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.